Welcome to Musings of a Middle-Aged Man. I'm your host, David Olson. It feels as if my ability to create is fading as the moon wanes, slowly dissolving into a void in which not even 108 alms can rescue it from oblivion. No, not the moon cycle. Looser. My abilities are as truncated as the daylight in the solar cycle fading to fewer and fewer moments when creativity is available to my spirit. I have a personal meditation space where some of my best emerges. But the increasing cold coming with a shorter light cycle keeps me from that sacred space, the porch where I love to morning sit and channel the universe into prose or, when particularly inspired, into poetry bubbling up from my primordial soul. This day, I'm braving the morning chill, incenses in motion twirling blue-gray, hot cup warming my fingers when the bones begin stiffening and the writing act is almost painful, physically, not in a cathartic emotional release wherein one faces the abyss prior to emerging on the far side with renewed vigor and vim. As if one tunnels from moon's cold, dark side through its molten core before emerging into comforting warm light. I don't know if my soul stuffed enough spiritual fish into its craw and will have the sustenance to survive this season of bitter cold and minimal light energy, if my ability to create will be stymied by the attenuated elemental energies. Oh, to have a fireplace smoldering hardwoods into heat, into words emblazoned on the page transforming emptiness into scintillating ideas sourced in nature as the magnificent and sacred tree I communed with at the magnificent Bears Lodge in eastern Wyoming. That was a being with whom I forged a spiritual connection but still need a lifetime to get to know. The instant I laid hands on the trunk, I was transported to another plane of existence wherein connection formed, soul-to-soul melding opening me to the spiritual undergirding the totality of creation. Only a minute, if that, with my aura slashed open, spirit dancing with tree spirit. Could I have continued the dance longer and survived the rapture of interconnectedness? Did I remove my hands because the universe impressed upon me that any more would have overwhelmed my soul putting it into a state of permanent union, and I would lose myself, lose my individuality before my time come for my atoms to disperse back into the universes? Planning the trip, Bear's Lodge was more an afterthought, a resting place between grander destinations, a way to break the monotony of the Black Ribbon Road. Instead, my moment with Tree turned into a high point emotionally, spiritually. Grander even than encountering the full curl ram posing majestically on earth's edge in the cool light shadows of the setting sun. Perhaps, had I laid hands on the full curl, I would have felt a similar connectedness. Perhaps, not. Most likely the heavily muscled animal would simply drop his head and ram those beautiful horns into my soft parts leaving me a heap struggling to breathe on the cold ground traces of blood oozing from my mouth. We, humans, tend to ascribe sentience to animals, but not to plants. Some even choose a lifestyle wherein meat is eschewed in favor of consuming only plants. It is an elitist position predicated on the assumption plants don't feel pain, are not sentient, like a soul. Just because our human senses have difficulty sensing a tree screaming in anguish when the double-bitted axe slices bark, tree skin, does not mean the tree feels no pain. It's no surprise we don't hear them. We've been removed from nature for so long the ability to hear anything but other humans and our four-footed slaves is lost. The tree I encountered seemed dead from a visual perspective. Most of the bark was shed. Leaves no longer sang from their outposts on the naked branches. Yet, when I laid on my hands and we stood flesh to flesh, connected soul to soul, there is minimal, if any, difference between a human soul and a tree soul. I experienced vibrant tree life in the apparent husk at the foot of the bear's lodge. There was definitely a strong life force pulsating through its heart, naked flesh and sentience fusing with my own. I wish I had more time to listen, to feel, listen feel, maybe even comprehend the message Tree was trying to convey, to gain insight on the shared experience manifesting in my soul as a shoulder-shaking sobbing. What I do know is that we, Tree and me, 
connected viscerally and I must return someday, fairly soon, to meditate with tree until we understand each other. November 21, 2021